This is your Financial Empower Hour with Carl and Jason Kreiderman from Great Lakes Investment Advisors. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Carl and Jason provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is your Financial Empower Hour with Carl and Jason Kreiderman. Well, good morning and welcome to your Financial Empower Hour. This is Jason Kreiderman. I'm here with my co-host, Mr. Tony Shore, and we're going to have an interesting show today, Tony. We're going to really span a lot of uh, decades or your entire lifetime when we start talking wow. about you know crucial ages and when should I do what and when should I be prepared for and when should I think about. So I think that's really a, an awesome topic, just uh, on more of a general terms than some of our shows in the past, Tony, which have been pretty specific. Uh, and this is a lot more general topic, and I love that you've, you've picked this show topic today. I think it's going to be a good one. Oh, yeah, definitely. And uh, yeah, we were talking about uh, before the show, uh, some key things our listeners need to know. We decided, hey, let's talk about these milestones uh, that people have reached in their lives where they need to look at uh, what they're doing with their finances in order to be ready to retire years down the road. Maybe it's decades, maybe it's only a couple of years, but there are certain things to do at certain ages uh, to make sure you're going to have a successful retirement later on down the road. So uh, I'm really looking forward to this conversation, Jason, and thanks for having me on your show. Uh, I, again, a, a lot of great financial information that you give us each week, and I know you really try hard to educate not only our listeners, but me. <laughs> you help me. Uh, I'm here to be the co-host and to let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you. Speaking of which, before we jump in, to today's topic, Jason, I want to talk to our listeners uh, about your book, and we're going to be giving away books throughout the show and giving out the number you can call. You can call anytime after the show. It doesn't matter uh, if you don't get someone, leave a message, say you heard about it on the radio, and you want a copy of Jason's book. And the book is Empower Your Retirement. And the subtitle is Plan for the Best, Prepare for the Worst, which is always good advice. And that's advice you give a lot here on the show. And the phone number our listeners can call. We're going to give away 10 copies, uh, 989-835-7203. Uh, we're going to give away eight, uh, 10 copies right now. and We'll continue to give away copies throughout the show. That number again, 989-835-7203. And Jason, you guys have a lot up on your website too. Tell us about uh, the information our listeners can get. Uh, completely complimentary on your website. Well, that's one of the things they can definitely do, Tony, is request a copy of the book. Um, they can request a visit. Some of, of our listeners or uh, people that attend our, our monthly educational classes and then, of course, referrals from other families we represent. Quite often they go to the website and they learn a little bit more about us. They can look at our bios and see pictures and learn about the team and who we are and kind of the services we offer and provide and how we help families manage and organize their financial affairs. And they can learn a little bit more about the personalized stress test and second opinion that we can put together for you on your current portfolio, uh, as well as the financial empowerment plan. You know, some of the things we can do to help you moving forward to plan and prepare for a happy and successful retirement. 
Uh, of course, requesting a copy of the book can definitely do that on there, Tony. They can also listen to this radio show or any of our previous radio shows. I know we have a, a radio page there as well. Um, they can check us out when we've been in the news and uh, maybe check out some of our Kiplinger articles and, and other things like that. So, yeah, there's a lot of information and awesome resources, the website, Tony. So yep. I think it's a great, uh, great reminder for our listeners to check out the website. Yeah, for sure. And it is a great website. I, I've perused it. You can spend a lot of time there and mm-hmm. uh, get lost in a lot of the different uh, articles and the information you share there. Uh, so I, I like how you, Tony, I like how you say spend a lot of time, not waste a lot of time. No, that, that's no. a key word. <laughs> no, I got lost. I'm like, wow, I've been looking at this There's thing a for there, a, yeah. a while. You can uh, kind of go down the the rabbit hole, as they say, and uh, spend a lot of time in there. And I think that's really great. Uh, again, uh, the website address for our listeners out there who who want to check it out, uh, it is uh, greatlakesinvestmentadvisors.com. Again, greatlakesinvestmentadvisors.com. Now, uh, before we jump in here, uh, how have you been and what have you been doing? Are you keeping busy over there, Jason? Yeah, well, busy is a, a kind of a word that's just a natural in our book over here, Tony. You <laughs> sure. know that, whether it be uh, the business level uh, or on, from the personal level as well. And uh, we were talking a little bit before we started recording the show today that the last few weeks here for, on a personal level have been a little bit a little bit slower for myself and my family. We're, we're limited down to just one or two events per weekend now. Uh, the, for example, this past weekend, uh, Josie didn't have any gymnastics competitions. Lexi did have a gymnastics competition, but both girls are done with competitive cheer right now. And Carson didn't have anything this weekend either. So it was kind of a, a slow, slow weekend, which now and again can be really nice to have around my household. Because as you know, Tony, we're when we're running full swing and full gear, we're, we're running three, four different directions every day. And, and uh, it's fun. It's awesome. It's exciting. You know, the kids keep us busy and on our toes. Uh, so from a personal level, a little slower right now, which was a good thing. And then obviously on a business level, well, you know, you got, it's tax time. Uh, so that's always busier for last minute contributions and withdrawals and, and that uh, late minute tax planning before people file their tax return. Uh, and then obviously tax preparing for the entire year ahead. You know, that, that always keeps us busy. Um, so it really, when, when we talk about pace of life uh, personally, yeah, we've slowed down a little bit, but pace of life in the workforce doesn't ever slow down, Tony. We're always busy. You know that. <laughs> yeah, I know you stay busy. And uh, at work, it, it's been uh, crazy. This is a busy time of year for you. But I know it you is, always yep. make time for our listeners. If they have questions or want to set up a complimentary consultation with your office, uh, they can definitely do that. And so I would encourage them. Now, jumping into our topic today, some uh, milestones for retirement. There are certain ages where you should probably uh, be doing certain things to plan for retirement and be financially prepared. Uh, So let's uh, start at the beginning. How about uh, we get out of college, we get our first full-time gig after school or uh, maybe, you know, tech school, or maybe we jump right into a career out of high school. Uh, What do we need to know when we're first starting out? Uh, People might think, well, most of us never thought about planning for retirement when we were in our 20s, unfortunately, right? Yeah. I mean, if you, you know, you think about that, the word retirement just isn't usually in the vocabulary or on the the horizon or uh, on the radar screen for somebody 
in their twenties, you know, coming out of college or out of high school. Um, but ultimately all the financial decisions we make could potentially be setting us up for a more successful or less successful retirement years and years down the road. So I guess when we look at, you know, stepping all the way rewinding all the way back to coming out of college or high school, some of the first things that that we should think about the younger we are is try to minimize or control our debt. You know, obviously I think that's a, a big thing that people that tend to to use all that, what they consider free money, because <laughs> it's on a credit card, you just scan the heck out of it and it keeps going through. Uh, that's not free money. There's some qu- quite high fees and, and um, anchors that'll drag you down financially when you talk about debt. So I, I would recommend that the younger generations, even the older generations, but you know, especially when we're younger, we pay attention to our debt level. We pay attention to our expenses and start a budget early. The earlier you can start a budget that tracks your expenses, how much and what you're spending money on, as well as the income that's coming in to cover those expenses. The sooner and more often you can track a budget, the easier life is going to be all the way up into and through an awesome retirement. Uh, you know, life insurance might be something that we consider when we're younger. If we start out a new marriage and we have children or a house that has a mortgage behind it, you may want to look at purchasing some life insurance to cover those expenses. Should you unfortunately pass away early and, you know, con- contributing to our, to our financial plan, to our, maybe it's an employer sponsored 401k or 403b. The sooner you can get a handle on contributing money to a retirement plan, the more money you'll have compounded interest growing inside of that plan for retirement. And obviously if your company offers a match where some companies still do that, believe it or not, Tony, they're few and far between now. Some companies do still match your contributions. And if they do, I say that's a target that you want to contribute at least as much as you need to, to get the match from the company. Cause really Tony, as we've talked many a times, uh, that's free money. Yeah. That is free money. The company's willing to give you. So you should maximize that at a minimum. Um, and I, and I really think those are, I guess, three or four of the areas I would say are very important to focus on early in life, the younger we are. Yeah. And you mentioned something in there uh, that really struck me. And that is once you get married and I think you know, some of our other milestones we're going to talk about later in the show, uh, age 50, age 65, we're familiar with those, maybe age 66 or 67, age 73. Uh, there are specific ages, but uh, in your 20s, 30s, and 40s, I think it's more about um, when you start your first full-time job. You talked about contributing to uh, retirement plans making sure you get the match. But you mentioned marriage. That's a milestone. Once you get married and have kids, that sets in motion a lot of things you need to start doing. One of which I would assume is estate planning. The minute you have kids, you want to have, um, you know, uh, healthcare directives and make sure you have a will stay a living will, uh, for your kids. You know, if something should happen to you, right. Yeah, that's right, Tony. I mean, that's something that, you know, isn't necessary financial planning, but when you look at a holistic plan for a family, sure. a state, <clears throat> excuse me, estate planning is a big deal. And you're absolutely right. You know, as soon as we get married, that's what we'll call a life-changing event. It's yep. not necessarily a timed event like you mentioned, uh, on based on your birthday or a certain year for milestones later in life. We'll definitely talk about those, but life-changing events, graduate from college, get a first job, um, buy a home, 
uh, get married, have children. Those are all life-changing events that, by all means, you should be doing things behind the scenes inside a written plan uh, that might be estate planning, as you mentioned. Maybe it's a will. Maybe it's a trust. Maybe it's living directives, you know, those types of things. And, and again, I mentioned the life insurance earlier. You know, I think life insurance goes hand in hand with the mortgage, with the children, with the marriage, with estate planning. So these are all more comprehensive planning that, that I think, unfortunately, Tony, a lot of our younger generation, they don't think about these things. You know, they just, they get out of college, they get married, they get a house, they have some kids, and then they think, gee, I'm going to retire someday. Well, again, the more proactive you can be and the more in line you can keep your plan, financial plan, estate plan, retirement plan, all those things, uh, the more you can work on them and be conscious and aware of them throughout your 20s, 30s, 40s, and 50s, the more successful and prepared you're going to be for an awesome retirement. And maybe as we talked about at one of our most recent shows, an early retirement because yeah, you did such true. a good job planning ahead of time. Speaking of retirement dates, yeah, it's going to be different for everyone as far as when they retire, right? So uh, I think this is a good time to take a quick break before we move on to the next a uh, real critical date uh, that you need to be looking at or age uh, where you need to be starting to uh, make some decisions and do some certain certain things to have a successful retirement. Uh, Jason, we're going to give away a few more copies of your book. We're doing something special today. We're giving away uh, consultations, a complimentary, no cost, no obligation consultation. Uh, and all you have to do as well as a copy of the book, the book is Empower Your Retirement, Get a copy of that. Set up a consultation. There's no cost or obligation. Uh, just get some questions answered and get that plan started. That number is 989-835-7203. Again, call the number 989-835-7203 and set up that complimentary consultation or get a copy of the book, Empower Your Retirement. And we're going to be right back with more of your Financial Empower Hour right after this. And welcome back to your Financial Empower Hour. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. I'm here with our host, the man with the plan, Jason Kreiderman. And Jason, today we're talking about key retirement milestones that you need to be aware of. What to do when you hit certain ages. We talked about what to do when you get your first full-time job and get your career started. You talked a little bit about what to do once you get married, uh, and that's important. So really, that covers your 20s, 30s, and 40s. Uh, again, to recap what you said, Jason, you told us to contribute to retirement accounts. Make sure you're getting the full match that your employer offers. Uh, make sure you're contributing enough to those retirement accounts. And once you have a family, that's when you start your estate planning. And these are things that you help your clients with and can help our listeners out there with as well. Um, but I would say that brings us to age 50, doesn't it? Uh, there are certain milestones at age 50, aren't there? Yeah, there's certain things that obviously the as we age in life, all of a sudden these these dates become a, a bigger deal than when we were younger. Uh, again, just to recap, you're right, Tony, all those things we mentioned for younger generations, I, I do want to point out for our listeners, this isn't direct advice for all of you to run out and do exactly what I'm saying. Uh, really what it is, is just pointing out some thoughts and ideas and areas of concern that I want you to be aware of. I want you to be conscious and aware and think about, gee, have we done anything like that? And if not, maybe we should. Uh, but as Tony always mentions, it's very important for you to sit down either on a phone call or one-on-one -on -one with a 
trusted fiduciary advisor and design a plan that's built specifically for you. Uh, as, As good of friends you can have next door and as great as your family members might be, what they're doing financially, uh, state planning wise, contribution wise, income, expenses, all those things may not be what's in your best interest. So be careful taking advice and recommendations from friends and family. Uh, very important and very serious issues in life that you should definitely be be seeking true advice from a financial professional, legal professional, whatever that might be. So uh, thank you again, Tony, for always pointing that out for our listeners. But yeah, as we, as we age in life, we're going to start running into what we'll call dates or time specific things we want to be aware of, like age 50, like age 62, like age 65, uh, age 70, age 73, all kinds of ages later in life that you want to be aware of. Hey, there's certain things that now either become an open opportunity now for you to do or turn on or take advantage of, or maybe even a deadline that, hey, well, the closer you get to that deadline, you might be losing some opportunities or advantage or things might be going away from you. So I think that's that's important to point out too, Tony, is there's goods and bads uh, with some of these dates and deadlines we're going to talk about today. Yeah. Yeah. So what happens at 50? Isn't that when you can start to make catch-up contributions? They allow you to put a little more in some of these retirement accounts? Yeah, and that's one of the things that now is a new opportunity. Before age 50, you're limited to how much you can put into like an IRA, a Roth IRA, 401k, those types of accounts. But once you reach age 50, the IRS allows what's called catch-up. And that's not what we put on hot dogs and hamburgers, Tony. (laughs) It's spelled totally different. It is what I put on. Oh, okay. It's It's spelled totally different. Uh, But that's when you're able to catch up, meaning after age 50, between 50 and when you retire, you can actually put away more money inside of those accounts. And so that's something you need to be aware of so that if at age 50, you do have a little extra money at the end of the month and you can afford to put more money away, you want to maximize that as soon as you can. Because the more money you can put away and the earlier you can do that, the more prepared you'll be with a bigger nest egg for a more successful retirement. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. And and that's, that's huge. So Uh, Catch up contributions, uh, you know, and they change every year. I know in 2023 for people 50 and older, uh, you can contribute an extra thousand dollars to an IRA uh, beyond the standard sixty five hundred dollar cap. And uh, if you're self-employed, I think simple IRAs, you can kick in an additional thirty five hundred dollars and 401ks. This is what's huge and, and what always strikes me. Uh, because I turned 50 and found out uh, for my 401k through my employer, I can contribute in an additional $7,500 a year, yeah, a year uh, in addition, uh, beyond the limit of 22500 So Yeah, that's a big number, Tony. I mean, th- that that's a lot of money you could potentially be tucking away. $30,000 into a 401k, you can contribute a year, thirty grand a year into your 401k. Uh, imagine the tax benefit if you you do that. Of course, you're going to have to pay taxes later on it if you do well, it through a traditional 401k, right? Yeah, that's it. I mean, you, the potential tax benefit each year and generally at, at that age of 50 or 55 through, up until retirement, you're probably in your highest earning yes. years of your career. Yep. And so the more you can potentially defer from paying the tax bill on, maybe the more income you can receive or at least the less taxes you will pay for that year. So that could be a 
big, big opportunity, especially in your your later years of, of your career and your higher earnings years. Um, not to mention the the match. You're maxing out the match at that point and getting free money from the company on top of the money you're able to put in. Uh, so I think it's very powerful. And again, uh, we've met a lot of people over the years that are 51, 52, 53 years old, and they weren't aware yeah. that they could utilize or take advantage of this catch up and put more money away. And so unfortunately every year you're not aware of it or every year you're not taking advantage of it is that much more money you're missing out on, especially with lower tax rates now, compounded interest growing inside those accounts. And ultimately the most successful retirement is to have more money in retirement to to live comfortably and, and along long successful retirement on. So I think that's important, Tony, to mention, you know, that catch up, be aware of what it is. Um, IRAs, Roth IRAs, SEPs, 401ks, whatever types of accounts you have and maximize that out as soon as you possibly can. Right. Because there are contribution limits to all of those. And now there are Roth 401ks, Roth IRAs, which you've talked about a lot on past shows, how valuable those can be from a tax standpoint in retirement. So uh, if you're not already figuring all this out at age 50, it's a, it's the time to start, but you don't have to do it alone. Do you, uh, you need to work with a financial services professional, a financial advisor who's a trusted fiduciary like yourself, who's looking out for your best interests and can help people get a plan in place. They don't have to understand all these, uh, rules and regulations themselves. They can work with you and you can help them figure this out. Uh, and get the plan that's right for their personal situation. And in order to do that, they might need a guidebook, right? And Well, that might help, Tony. Empower Your Retirement, Plan for the Best, Prepare for the Worst is a great book. Uh, Jason has written a book, and we are giving away 10 copies to the next 10 people who request a copy. And I'm going to give that phone number here so you can call in. Uh, Again, that number is 989-835-7203. That's 989-835-7203. Pick up the phone uh, and make sure you say you heard about that on the radio show. You want a complimentary copy of the book. And I would highly recommend, especially uh, if you're 50 or older, uh, you set up a complimentary consultation at that time. There's no cost or obligation for that. You can check it out at the website as well, greatlakesinvestmentadvisors.com. And we're going to be right back with more of your Financial Empower Hour after this. And welcome back to your Financial Empower Hour. I am your co-host, Tony Shore, and I'm excited to be here today because I think this is one of the most important shows we've done, Jason, because a lot of times people... Uh, we get caught up in our lives and it's so easy to do. We're all guilty of this. We have families, we have our jobs, we have our friends, we have uh, whatever else we're involved with. And sometimes the last thing we think about is what we need to be doing for retirement other than, oh, whatever I set my contribution at work for into that account, like that 401k or employer-sponsored retirement plan. Uh, I've got that going on. I don't need to think about it, but boy, uh, you really need to think about it and have a written plan in place at this point. So I would say, would you say age 50, if you don't already have it, you need to work with another thing you need to do at age 50 that everyone should do is get a written plan in place and work with a financial advisor, right? 
Yeah, I think that's another key age maybe is is they're in the their early 50s and age 50 is probably a great target date Tony to say okay, if you if you don't already have a written a formal written plan uh, and, and again, Tony, just to kind of uh, rehash what our formal written plans are, it's called a financial empowerment plan. Inside that plan, you should have multiple facets, not just, well, I have a 401k I'm contributing to. There's my retirement plan. That's not a plan. That's an account. And, and you should oh, have right. accounts in your that's part of your investment plan are accounts. Uh, you should also have a tax plan. You should also have a income plan. You should also have an estate plan a legacy plan, and an asset protection plan. Those are five or six different elements, Tony, that most of the families we've worked with over the years end up having three, four, five, or all six of those elements built into an overall formal financial plan. And obviously, the earlier we can start that plan, the more thorough, complete, and prepared it can be for whatever curveballs life throws at you, uh, good or bad, and especially you know for retirement. Uh, but yeah, age 50 is a great time to say, hey, if I haven't worked with a financial advisor already, uh, I highly recommend a fiduciary, a fiduciary financial advisor, Tony. Uh, but if you haven't worked with a financial advisor already, now would be a great time to engage and make a relationship with one. And that doesn't mean you have to pay them thousands of dollars to be your financial advisor. Right. We have quite a few uh, workers that are in their 50s and even 60s, and we either send a couple emails back and forth or phone calls, or maybe we meet once or twice a year, and we don't charge them anything while we're helping them design, prepare, and build this awesome, successful retirement plan. And at some point in time, we may actually help manage some of their assets in their portfolio. And, and at that point in time is when, you know, when we would get paid, Tony. But um, I think it's important. Some people, they say, I don't want to meet with a financial advisor because they're going to charge me and I'm going to have to pay for things. Well, not necessarily. You know, some things you're not going to have to pay for. But then again, if it's a value to you and can bring added value and benefit to your life financially, maybe it's worth paying for. Yeah. And, and so I think, you know, age 50 is a great time to sit down and start start putting pencil to paper. And putting your goals and your dreams and building a formal written financial empowerment plan. Yeah, that's huge. Uh, I think it's really important. And getting that written plan in place, uh, 50 is the milestone where you need to look at that and make sure you have that. Uh, I would encourage our listeners to set up that complimentary consultation with you in order to get that plan in place. And, uh, you know, so we talked about at age 50, catch up contributions, the importance of having a plan. I think that's really, really important. And I would imagine at this point, um, you need to start looking at things like, um, life insurance, long-term care insurance, looking at debt. There are other things we need to look at once we're in our fifties, right? Yeah. And then, then we're going to revisit things like you mentioned there, Tony. So life insurance, life insurance, when we were younger in our twenties and thirties, remember that was maybe to pay off the mortgage. If we, if we died, you know, early in life, uh, pay off debt, help put the kids through college, whatever that might be. Well, later in life, you want to actually look at life insurance as a totally different vehicle. Yes. As still the life insurance death benefit side, if you die early, somebody's going to receive the the death benefit. Um, however, life insurance can be a very powerful, powerful investment tool, Tony, especially in retirement for number one, tax-free growth, number two, number two tax-free income, 
Number three, potential tax-free long-term care benefit, yeah. uh, which is really, really a big deal, Tony. And I think, um, you know, the earlier we can plan for these things, the earlier we can prepare, the better off we're going to be later in life when something does happen. And so, yeah, looking at different life insurances, looking at different long-term care. Uh, should we have a will or a trust or power of attorney documents if we don't have those already? Key documents. Um, that's another very key. Documents. That's another bullet point on what you need to be have in place when you once you turn fifty. You got to make sure you have all those documents updated and your your estate plan, wills, powers of attorney. That's the time, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, on those things, I, I really, you know, I can't say that. The, I almost think that's too late, Tony, to have those that's types of things into play. That's true. You know, it's more of a really review in your fifties. Review those absolutely. But that's for that's for yep. really. We talked about it when we have when we have children. That's the time to set up those estate. Yeah, plans. I mean, once we get married and we buy a house, yeah. and we have to have a family. Yep. That's when you really need to have your documents. That's your, true. Your, whether it's a trust or a will, power of attorney, um, patient advocate, all those things. Now. As you mentioned, Tony, once you hit age 50, now's when you should really have those things on the radar screen to start uh, updating and reviewing maybe on a, on a every three to five year basis. So between our 20s and our 50s, you know, maybe we, don't, we only look at our trust once or twice, you know, every couple of years, add things if we have children or buy a house or sell a house. But boy, once we get closer to retirement. And of course, the the more the later we are in the age span of life, the more you want to make sure those documents are reviewed and updated. And so I guess age 50 is a great time to, to kind of escalate that and say, okay, let's, let's really keep an eye on all these important state documents at this time and incorporate those into your overall financial empowerment plan. Because everybody's in a different situation. So again, what's your neighbor, your brother, your golf buddy, or church lady friend, uh, what they do or say may not be what you should do or say, because they may, they may have a totally different financial uh, or family dynamic position that you do. So uh, very important each of these elements to get individual advice based on you, your family and your unique financial position. Uh, but let me just touch on Tony real quick. I want to, I want to rewind a little bit okay. before social security of age 62 is with a 401k age 55 is another, t- ah, another time okay. frame. I want you to keep in mind that if you're considering retirement or separation of service from your employer, if you can retire or separate from service after age 55, you can access money in your 401k without a early withdrawal 10% penalty. Oh, wow. So that's a pretty key age. That is a key summer, age. So, if you, you know, if, yeah. if you're going to retire at 54, hang in one more year. <laughs> yeah. We try to make yeah. it till 55. Yeah. Or I, I've met a lot of people that say they're 56 years old. I retired uh, this year and I have to wait till 59 and a half to access money out of my 401k because they're not aware that that's not true. The law with a 401k is if you retire, separate from service after age 55, you can access that money for income without the early pre 59 and a half, uh, 10% penalty. Ah, I didn't know it. So it's 55. You can start Once you hit 55, you can take money out of your 401k without penalty. That's good. Uh, That's right. And then, and then you just mentioned another one that I kind of glossed over. Uh, I am sure you would have mentioned it. You just did 59 and a half. That's a key age. Uh, because that's when you can start to take money out of all these different types of retirement accounts, like 403Bs and uh, and uh, IRAs without that's the penalty, right. right? Yep. So those are two key ages. That's why I wanted to jump to rewind to those yes. before age 62 in Social Security, 55 with 401ks if you separate from service 
at age 55 or after, and then age 59 and a half with IRAs. Those are two key ages of when you can start accessing investments in your portfolio for income without the early withdrawal penalty to the IRS. Right. But age at age 55, if I'm still employed, I can't take it out without penalty. But if I leave that employer, then I can, is what you're saying. That's correct. That, yep, that's a good key point to make. And, yeah. and also with uh, with 401ks, if you are still employed after 59 and a half, you could potentially do a rollover out of the company 401k into your own self-directed IRA. And that's even when you're still employed. Uh, and that's called an in-service rollover that that some employers do allow you to have at 59 and a half with your 401k. Sure. So couple couple real key uh, ages there, Tony, yep. a couple real real powerful, powerful opportunities to access those accounts without having to pay that additional 10% tax penalty. Sure. And we're going to take another quick break here, and then we're going to come back and just talk a little bit about age 65 before we go today, because that's a key age. But listeners, uh, pick up the phone, uh, give Jason a call, give his office a call, set up that complimentary consultation, and we'll give away another 10 copies of the book. Uh, The book is Empower Your Retirement. Get a copy now. Set up a consultation. The number is 989-835-7203. That number again, 989-835-7203. And we'll be right back with more. And welcome back to your Financial Empower Hour. I am your co-host, Tony Shore, and I'm here with the man with the plan, Jason Kreiderman. And Jason, we're talking about uh, key dates to look out for ages, uh, you know, milestone ages. And we're on to 65, I would assume. We've covered uh, everything through there. Uh, 65 is a big one. A lot of people think that's when they should retire uh, because why? Well, 65 is that healthcare age, Tony, yeah. when, when you could qualify and and get health insurance through Medicare. And so you're right. A lot of people say, I can't afford to retire until age 65. And the reason being, because maybe a majority or all of their health care is being paid for through their employer. And they know if they retire before age 65, they would have to pay out of pocket for those health care expenses right. for health insurance, which could be you know anywhere between maybe $500 to $1,500 a month in additional expenses that they don't have now. And so that is quite often a big deterrent, as you mentioned, Tony, for people to say, well, I'm not going to retire until I reach age 65. And that way they know at age 65, they could qualify for and go on Medicare, which some of that is free. And then there's supplements that you could purchase and pay for above and beyond but at a lot lower expense than if you had to go to the marketplace or buy Cobra uh, after leaving your previous employer. So age 65 is a big one, Tony. And again, a lot of that is because of the medical expenses and the uh, insurances that most people either can't afford or just don't want to pay that high of a premium for medical insurance when they can get it from their employer until age 65. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. And Medicare is a biggie. You have to look out for that and plan for that. But age 65 isn't full retirement age when you can get your full Social Security amount, though, is it? No, not anymore. So Social Security is age-based depending on when you were born. Now, there are some people that are already taking Social Security that maybe age 65 was a a full retirement age for them years ago. However, now, no, it's in 66 and 6 months, 8 months, 10 months. So between 66 and 67 is more common now that it's going to be your full retirement age to get full Social Security benefits. So you're right, Tony. 65 really doesn't have anything to do with 
full retirement age for Social Security. 65 has more to do with Medicare and health insurance. 66, 67 would be more the ages you'd be looking at for full retirement age for Social Security. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Well, uh, that's huge. Are there any other ages we need to talk about before we go today uh, beyond 65? Yeah, I think when we talk about a couple of things, first, Social Security, as you already mentioned, it grows up until age uh, 70. Yeah. So if you have not taken your Social Security by age 70, please do. That is your target date. Uh, if you decide you don't need the income, don't want it, whatever it is up until age 70, after age 70, it does not grow anymore. So there's no reason not to take Social Security, at least by age 70. And then I also want to talk about real quick, Tony, the required minimum distribution age of our retirement plans, accounts like 401k, 403b, simple IRA, IRAs. The old age was 70 and a half. That once you reach 70 and a half, you had to take a required minimum distribution by law or you'd be penalized up to 50% if you didn't take that. Then they pushed the age back to 72. And now, Tony, the actual required minimum distribution age is 73 and there's actually legislation out there to go into an effect in about 10 years that would push it back to 75. Wow. So the required minimum distribution age, again, I, I will point out, Tony, you don't want to miss it because if you do, right. you could be hit by a, up to a 50, 50 percent penalty. Uh, so it's important, you know, not only to pay attention to when can we access our money, but at what point in time do we have to by federal law? Yeah, there you go. Well, yeah, that's true. And so uh, obviously these are critical components of uh, retirement strategy and making sure you have uh, the most comfortable retirement possible and that you won't run out of money in retirement. And that's Social Security, Medicare, health care costs, and your re those retirement accounts. And we've been talking about those uh, pretty much at every step at all of these milestones. Uh, a lot of that is in play. Uh, but wow, once you, once you hit the, once you're in your sixties after that 59 and a half, uh, the milestones start stacking up, don't they? They really do. There, there's a lot more of them and they come a lot faster and they can be, and they become more moving parts and can be more confusing. Yeah. Uh, Tony, one of them we didn't touch on real quick are pensions for oh, those yeah. of you that still have those old, old pensions that most people, you know, there's just going by the wayside. Not as many people have made more, but uh, pensions also have some moving parts of when you could take pension. You may be able to defer at a certain time frame. Your pension option also may have, uh, it may reduce at age 62 when you could take social security. So you need to be aware of that, that if you're earlier or younger than 62 and have a pension, what will your pension do, if anything, when you reach age 62? If you do have a pension that would drop, that is an indicator you may want to turn on Social Security so you keep the same amount of income coming in. Uh, otherwise, again, that's somewhere we found, Tony, a lot of people come to us at age 62 and a half and they think, whoa, I'm living on less income. What the heck happened? And it's just simply that their pension was reflective of Social Security age. And so they lost about half their pension. And, and nobody told them that they didn't get help with that. So they were living on less income. And that's an indicator for some families that forces them to turn on social security age 62. So they don't have to live without less income. Yeah, There you go. Well, uh, this has been a great discussion, a great show, uh, but we're out of time. And, uh, the timing was good on this. I think we covered a lot and got all the critical ages in there. Uh, the milestones people need to be aware of when it comes to having a successful retirement plan. Now, how can our listeners get a hold of you? We're going to tell them. Uh, we're going to give away more copies of your book, if that's okay with you. 
I think it's a great idea, Tony. And real quick, you know, this this was a lot of a lot of stuff in today's yeah. show. A lot of topics, a lot of variables, a lot of confusion. If any of our listeners have questions or concerns at all, please just give us a call. Give us a call, and we'd be happy to set up a phone call or a visit to help uh, uh, slow this down a little bit and and narrow in on what pertains to you. All right. So give us a call to get a copy of the book or set up that consultation. That phone number is 989-835-7203. Again, that number is 989-835-7203 or visit the website at greatlakesinvestmentadvisors.com. And that does it for today's episode of Your Financial Empower Hour with our host, Jason Kreiderman. Thank you for listening to your Financial Empower Hour. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Carl and Jason Kreiderman at Great Lakes Investment Advisors. Just call 989-835-7203 or visit them online at greatlakesinvestmentadvisors.com. Investment advisory services offered through Great Lakes Investment Advisors, Inc., registered investment advisor with the state of Michigan. Insurance products and services offered through Senior Financial Strategies, Inc., DBA Great Lakes Financial Freedom Group. Great Lakes Investment Advisors, Inc., and Senior Financial Strategies, Inc. are affiliated companies. Carl and Jason Kreiderman and Great Lakes Investment Advisors are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.